0: you really should learn as much as possible about
1: that industry and how it works. Welcome back to another episode of The Matter Pod. Today we are joined by John Rudy. We're really excited to talk to him about all things Matterport related and get some some insights from him. So John, I know this is a busy time of year for you, so Thank you so much for taking the time to, to hop on and, and chat with us. We're really looking forward to it. No problem. Good to be here. John, um, one of the things that you and I were chatting with about before starting this podcast episode was um, the RCE group. Um, the reason that John and I actually got connected was through the RCE group in general. And so um, I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners that aren't super familiar with uh, what RCE is and so like if you wouldn't mind taking just a minute to maybe explain how you got linked up with RCE talk a little bit about what it is and and maybe why a matterport provider would be interested in joining the RCE group
0: um well the uh, RCE which stands for reality capture experts and again i'm uh, not a an officer with the uh, with the company at all i'm just a member uh, it, it's a, a collection of uh, people in, in this industry, uh, mainly, I believe Matterport, but doing into other, other things. Uh, there's realtors, there's drone operators, but it's it's basically a a, a virtual uh, a virtual tour, uh, basically a a group. Um, I was invited in by another member, uh, which is, again, I don't want to speak for them, but like, I believe that's how it's uh, it's usually done um gotcha so, so it is
1: invite only like you got to find somebody to invite you in
0: yes i believe it is and again i, okay, I could gotcha. be i could be mistaken i'm i'm i don't want to speak for them too much um but it's a great great uh group that is uh very uh helpful to each other uh we've done some uh some very good things working together uh my, my company uh included uh we worked with them on some some excellent projects uh brought in some good clients to work with uh, and have gotten, you know, a plethora of information about the uh, about the industry. It's it's basically professionals that are uh, looking to help each other. Um, so I can't really say enough uh, about it. Very good things. And it's, uh, I feel very fortunate to be a part of it.
1: I love that. That's really the purpose of the MatterPod, our podcast. We really just want to help Matterport providers all over the world glean insights and information from each other. Um, and it sounds to me like that's similar to what the purpose is of the RCE group to come collaborate together, talk about new products in the industry, what's working, um, help each other answer questions. And so yeah. I think well, that that's another good super- thing real
0: quick about uh, RCE is it's also uh, we need referrals and since we're a global network uh you know i don't have anybody in california that does tours but if but i've had people come to me saying do you have somebody in this area and so therefore you go in you you know you, you find the people everybody is uh everybody has been vetted uh so you can feel confident that the uh the rce network is. you know those uh those professionals are going to do a good job for you and for your client um and it's uh and it allows small businesses to operate on a much larger uh, location scale.
1: Totally. I agree with you 100%. I think there's a lot of people that just don't know where to go when they have questions. And there are various Facebook groups and um, other things like that where people turn to to answer questions. But I think that from what I've seen, uh, the RCE group is one of the best resources or one of the best places that you could be active in to get help with all things virtual tour related. Like you said, not just Matterport. Um, I've attended a couple RCE meetings myself and I know that there's a lot of people in the group that are experts in a lot of things. In addition to just Matterport, like you said, drone operators, et cetera. Um, so yeah,
0: in this industry, um, there's so many other services that can be offered. Uh, yeah and it's uh that, that, that one of the uh the phrases now is you know xr if you've, if you've heard extended reality
1: as yes. opposed to VR, no, virtual
0: I... reality so there's there's a lot of other a lot of other things that are uh that are possible and again to uh to have a group of people that can you know keep track on the
1: industry uh is uh, is great totally i don't know a lot about a lot of the other stuff i've spent the majority of my time in the matterport silo if you will mm-hmm. um but i remember on one of the RCE calls i was on people were comparing the point cloud and the bim files from a blk camera to the matterport pro 3 and <laughs> i remember whoever it was that was talking was speaking a foreign language to me essentially talking about um the differences in the the details and so Really, if you're looking to get involved on a more sophisticated architecture type level where you're doing, you know, remodels and point cloud uh, files for, you know, architecture type clients like the RCE group, again, can be a great resource for really a lot of things outside of of Matterport as well. So, um, John, uh, if people have questions about. The RCE group, is it okay if they reach out to you and ask you? Are you? I'm not
0: the person to speak to about RCE. Okay. Uh, you go who would and... be the who uh, would
1: be a good person to reach out to if they've got questions? Dustin,
0: Dustin Gardner, Sherry Renick. Um, let me uh, get you the uh, Reality Capture Experts is the is the name of Reality it. Uh, like Capture Experts. I said experts. I'm am just a member. Uh, okay. So if you went to RealityCaptureExperts.com, uh, you know they they'll have uh, more information there. Um, cool. Like I said, I'm just cool, I'm just cool. someone who's lucky to be there. I'll give it to you that way. Uh, that's perfect. But um, but yeah, uh, Dustin
1: is the uh, is uh, I believe one of the main spokespeople there. Um, awesome. And I've I've personally chatted with Dustin as well. He's very very helpful. Uh, so that's a great resource. Go ahead and head to RealityCaptureExperts.com and they'll be able to answer any questions that you've got. But
0: Dustin Gardner and Sherry like I said, Rennick. I want to make sure I, I said her name correctly. Uh, Sherry Rennick, uh, those are the two uh, uh, cool. principles there of, uh, of any questions with RCA.
1: Awesome. Well, John, kind of shifting gears a little bit, um, I'd love to chat with you a little bit about what you're focused on currently, some of the clients that you are working with and maybe hear a little bit about some of the services that you're currently providing them. I know um, there's a lot of different reality or uh, there's a lot of different virtual tour providers that are working for all s- different types of clients, but I'd love to hear kind of where your head is at, where your where your current focus is.
0: Well, I started uh, doing virtual tours, oh my God, say 2004,
1: 2005
0: using 3D, no way
1: long long time long ago time
0: ago using uh 3D vista software and that was basically just moving the camera and clicking and creating a, a mm. 300 there was a bunch of different uh solutions back then too and uh basically just you know moving the camera at different uh intervals and clicking and then using software to stitch it together and um and we had some we had some pretty good success with that Not mainly real estate Uh, but we actually had uh, done some work for, um, for hospitals and so on, uh, and some commercial work, um, when the real estate market had its ups and downs, uh, it kind of really wasn't one of the things we focused on anymore. Uh, everything changed when Matterport came onto the scene. Um, I got into Matterport about 2017, I believe. Um, you know, like a lot of other people, you know, the question is, do you want to take the risk on, uh you know, putting out that kind of investment. Uh, I had actually, I have a a web design company as well. And my experience was when you have these extra services, such as virtual tours, it brings in more web work. It brings in more consulting work and which it had. And so we got into Matterport, um, did some, uh, did some apart, a lot of apartment buildings and, um, I work uh, with corporate housing in New York City and a lot of apartment uh, complexes here in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and everything changed when COVID hit. Um, All of a sudden, the phone was ringing off the hook with very, very large companies all needing virtual tours for their apartments. Uh, Hmm. One of my clients pre-COVID, and they're still a client, uh, asked me, can we put furniture in these vacant units? Is there any way to, to 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 virtually stage these things? And at the time, there was only one company that would. They were still in beta at the time, and uh, they had the they had the lock on it. They were the only ones uh, licensed by uh, Matterport, uh, as you know. Which Matterport. one was it? Was it captured? No, no, they didn't come until later. Uh, no, it was Roomy.
1: Rumi. Rumi, okay. was the, never... Rumi
0: was the first one. And I remember going to uh, into New York city for the day at a real estate conference. Um, I think it was Inman connect uh, right in midtown Manhattan. I still remember it was about two degrees that day. And uh, talking to one of their represent- representatives about getting my client into their beta program. And they eventually were accepted. Um, they had, you know, there was some kind of stipulations uh, as a Matterport provider. I was not entitled to any commission in any way, shape, or form. And not only that, I actually had to, uh, or my client had to have their own account. They couldn't stand under my account anymore. So lost the mm. sort of money on hosting there. So, uh, but they actually did get into the program. It actually worked out very well. They were extremely happy with it. And when COVID hit, they were miles ahead of, of everybody else. And, uh, and I also had... Uh, I was very familiar at that point with of how the system worked with uh, virtual staging. Uh, Captured uh, and a couple of the other companies talked about bringing in virtual staging, but they're, uh, they they do it in a different way. Um, but uh, as the as the industry moved on, uh, as you know, so many third party applications came out. I mean, it was just, there was always something, and there still is always something new. Some are worth it. Some aren't. Um, the, um, uh, now, with the, uh, the release of uh, the ability to import and export panels from the Matterport environment, a lot of companies are doing uh, virtual staging themselves. So it's completely opened up. Um, So I have a a, a background with, like I said, with real estate, and as far as a lot of apartment buildings. Um, Gotcha. And now uh, we're uh, we're looking into doing more and more commercial work, Uh, not just commercial real estate, but uh, as you know, uh, you know retail establishments and things along those lines.
1: Have you had success getting in with other? um, customer types outside of the real estate market, or has it been kind of difficult to demonstrate or educate them on the value proposition of why they should consider doing virtual tour related stuff?
0: Well, it's, um, I've been very fortunate that I've been kind of on the busy side and I I have to admit that I haven't done a a tremendous amount of of a push on, uh, on marketing, it's, it's almost like, yeah, as soon as I get time, I'll, I'll start um, looking out. It. it seems like they find me, to be perfectly honest. Uh, like I said, I've been very I mean, I'm 45 minutes outside New York City. So, you know, between New York and New Jersey, it really, there's, there's a lot here. Um, and we handle everything from, like I said, uh, stores to, um, we do uh, corporate uh, charter boats. Um, where people have, you know, their corporate events or sometimes their weddings, things like that. Uh, I did a nursing home the other day. Um, so it it really is, uh, there's a lot there and, you know, I also want to sort of figure out where you're going to have the best, uh, return on, uh, on investment of your time. Um, Totally.
1: No, I agree.
0: So it's, uh, like I said, you know, some, some projects don't take very long. Uh, as opposed to other projects, however, how much time is it taking you to procure that client? Uh, we work with some realtors now that are actually paying us to do matterports of local businesses and interesting then, and then it be, that's being handed off to social media uh, consultants that they are now integrating themselves in the community, especially a new business. so it's um, it's uh, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Uh, so, like I that's, said, it's, that's it really is sort of a uh, you know. I used to say that all you had to do was show it to them, the matter and either they're going to want it or they're not. Now it seems that as more and more, uh, you you want to tell them how they're going to how it's going to benefit them, mm-hmm. you know, how they can use it. You know, having the toy, it's like okay, this is cute, we don't really need it. And I have actually had uh, apartment companies say that to me pre-COVID. They said, you know, I, I did a model once uh, for, uh, they, I did it for free, uh, model uh, apartment, uh, right in uh, Midtown Manhattan, New York City, 50, uh, 53rd Street, huge building, and they're you know, they looked at it, they they had a conference about a meeting about it, and they said, okay, this is this is great, it's cool, um, we don't really need it, and we're not really gonna, you know, put forth the investment. You know, mm-hmm. five months later, how soon can you be here? We have seven other buildings. <laughs> it's so funny how it's, it works. It's uh, that's actually I think the largest yeah. in building a handle in New York. And so like I said if, if they see the value in it and I think that's where your product comes in especially in uh, the retail market is uh, you know how um, to enhance the shopping experience. You know, it's one thing to see a bunch of products on a website, but you know, if you want to if a client wants to or a business wants to push the uh um, yeah, you know, the look and the feel of their store and get people even to come in in person, then it's uh, it can be very valuable.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think my opinion on this from what I've seen so far is I would guess that just the way that there was kind of a lag, like you described when you created this free model, gave it to the apartment complex or whatever um, real estate company it was you were working with and like, this is cool, but we don't need it. And then you know, months later, they come back to you and are like, "Hey, how soon can you be here?" I think that we're still, um, from what I've seen and what I've heard, which we ourselves are talking to. Um, we're Matterport providers ourselves, and we're talking to companies and trying to get them to create custom branded uh, virtual tours outside of the real estate space. And I think we're still kind of in the phase of you show it to them, and it's kind of a cool thing that piques their interest, but. They're not to a point where they see it as this is a must-have. And so we get a lot of people that say, cool, but no thanks. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see if as time goes on, and like you mentioned, XR kind of continues to improve, um, 3D content in general becomes more mainstream with the adoption of Oculus, with Apple that's supposedly going to announce their... You know AR, VR hardware um, this spring, as these these 3D content viewing mediums become more and more important and more widely adopted, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see the the need and the demand for these 3D virtual tour experiences outside of of the real estate industry. But like I said, that's just me forecasting. That's just my opinion based on what I've seen and and the people that i've talked to so far
0: yeah it's uh yeah the thing is that's why i never want to say vr Because then people always have the the impression of the goggles the, and then the whole nine the yards, huge you
1: know? goggles yeah mm-hmm. and
0: uh and i've even sort of even spoken to some of the apartment companies a while back before covid saying you know if you had branded goggles that you could you know the cardboard ones put your phone in and this and that or you could uh uh, you know, if you if you gave some and the reason they wanted this is because if people come in to see an apartment and it's and it's occupied, it's not available yet. That's where the tour comes into play. And right. uh, so I said, you know, if you, you'd you have to put them in a chair and kind of, you know, if, they, if you wanted to use the goggles, uh, as opposed yep. to just having a big screen where you can walk them around on a TV set, which is much better. Um, so they actually said, uh, as far as the goggles go, you know, that's great until somebody gets pink eye. In which case, that, that's going to come to a grinding halt. Oh. So it's uh, so when it comes to the goggles, like I said, it's uh, and my, my girlfriend's son plays games, you know, constantly on those things, and he loves it. But it's yes. um, a, as far as using it and a you know on a widespread uh, as a widespread solution, I, you know, I think that's going to take some time. You know, to,
1: to I agree. I think that the hardware will have to catch up with the software, meaning. Right now, the only way to, I mean, you can view a Matterport tour in a VR headset, but I don't think there's that many people out there that are using it for that application. It's, I would say the majority yeah. of people are digesting the 3D tours on their phone and on their computers. And I yeah, think there's that, no reason to put those things on. It's, right. Uh, I think that as the medium or the hardware or device, as those improve and make it so that it's easier and a better experience to digest a 3d tour. I think you'll see a demand in the need and use applications of that content type is going to go up, but you know, we, we don't know how long or how far away we are from um, getting to that point. But um, I know, I mean, the biggest companies in the world, Facebook and Apple are dumping literally billions of dollars into creating hardware devices that are focused on digesting uh these 3d content types and so i it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with
0: yeah absolutely it's it's interesting it's an exciting industry to be in It, it really is it's uh yes um so yeah it's uh i i'm lucky i got in when i did i i really
1: feel you know fortunate Um, For sure. And it sounds like you've been busy and have a lot going on, which is for sure a blessing and a a good problem to have on your hands. Be careful
0: what you wish for.
1: (laughs) Hey, if you do the right things and you position yourself in the right way, um, there's definitely a way to stay busy and make a good living doing what you're doing, creating virtual tours for various clients and, and customer types. So.
0: Absolutely, and John, that's one of the things that people should should think about is you know which industries do you want to go after, and you know like right. you know I, even from you know my own missteps of you know where you want to focus. In other words, do you want to focus on just this or do you, or these industries? And uh, you know if you're gonna if you're gonna get into architecture and things like that, you really should learn as much as possible about that industry and how it works, and you know and you know the CAD files and the you know BIM and all that stuff, and to really have an understanding of of what how it's going to be used as opposed to just scanning. Um,
1: Most definitely.
0: Yeah. You know, so it's uh, and again the more the more you can speak about it, the uh, uh, the
1: better you're going to be. Yeah, I think that's super sound advice. Sometimes, especially when you're getting started, I think it's a great idea to kind of find your niche, if you will. Don't try and be all things to all people and really go after a certain customer segment, kind of get some solid traction with that customer type and then kind of step back and reassess from there. But I know that we ourselves personally have found ourselves getting distracted because we see so much opportunity with creating these virtual tours that we've tried to go after a lot of different customer types. And I think we would have been Much better off had we just from the onset really stayed in one lane and tried to nail one customer type and and get really solid traction with them. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in in what you just said for sure. Yeah. And again,
0: different industries are going to be different. You know, well, getting in with an architecture company is not going to be as tough, it's not going to be as easy as getting in with, you know, your local showroom. Right. You know, that kind of thing. So it really is. uh, you know, depending on, you know, how, how what kind of marketing you want to do and how your sales team or your marketing team is going to be able to, uh, you know, get your foot in the door in some of these places. Like I said, I got very, very lucky in my area. A lot of these companies work together. So my name was was moved around a lot.
1: Yes. Well, John, we really appreciate you taking the time to, to hop on. Um, if people want to get a hold of you and ask you any questions about anything, you're a veteran in the space since 2004 <laughs> what is the best way for people to get in contact with you
0: uh they can email me at j rudy j-r-u-d-y at upperwebside.com u-p-p-e-r-w-e-b e r w in boy s-i-d as in davide.com um and uh yeah that's that's that probably the best way to uh to get in touch with me perfect
1: John, thank you so much for your time, and we wish you the best of luck with everything in the New York, New Jersey area, so we'll be in touch.
0: Thank you.